like I said last time, as I share this, we're coming up, up, up on Thanksgiving Day. And it occurred to me that Jesus talks a lot about how we ought to conduct ourselves at banquets, which I think some application uh, goes to how we um, conduct ourselves at Thanksgiving. Some wisdom here. Maybe it'll be helpful for you. I got to think about, for instance, in John, in Luke 14, you're saying, Brad, are you going to talk about gluttony? Nope, we're not going to talk about gluttony. We're going to talk about more fun stuff. Um, in John 14, Jesus is invited to a banquet of a wealthy person and in the midst of that whole uh, show, he stops and gives some teachings on how we ought to conduct ourselves at banquets. And the first thing he says in verses 7 through uh, 11 of Luke 14, he says, when you're invited to a wedding banquet, don't take the place of honor. You will be might be embarrassed. In fact, in, in, in other words, take the place of humility and then... If you're supposed to be at a better place, then the one who invited you, let him exalt you. Don't try to exalt yourself. And Jesus says, the, the point there, verse 11, is everybody who exalts himself will be humbled, and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Would you rather be humbled by God or exalted by God? You want to be humbled by God? Be entitled. Expect to be served. Expect to have a place of high honor. You want to be humbled at Thanksgiving? then you have an arrogant attitude. You expect to be served. You expect others to treat you well. You want to be exalted at Thanksgiving? You humble yourself. Take the attitude of a servant. Think, how can I serve others? How can I bless others? How can I bless God? That was the first application that Jesus made. But then Jesus goes into a second story of how we ought to conduct ourselves at banquets. This one's really challenging for me. I'm not even sure quite how to apply it, but I'm sure you will. You, you will know how. Verse 12. Jesus also said to the one who had invited him. <laughs> so, so some guy is nice enough to invite Jesus to his meal. And Jesus turns around and says, uh, let me tell you, the, the next time you do this, well, let me tell you how to do it better. When you give a lunch or a dinner, don't invite your friends, your brothers or sisters, your relatives, your rich neighbors, because they might invite you back. And you would be repaid. On the contrary, when you host a banquet, instead, invite those who are poor, maimed, lame, or blind. And you'll be blessed because they cannot repay you. For you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. What a wonderful and challenging application. Jesus says, the natural thing for us when we have a banquet, when we have Thanksgiving is to invite people that we like, to invite friends who like us. And, uh, and that's, that's, I don't think that Jesus is saying never do that. But the point that he's making is, if that's all you do, if all we ever do in serving is serving people who can serve us back. If we only serve because, you know, sometimes you hear people say, oh, the thing about serving is I get more out of it than I put into it. If, if the only times you serve is because you feel like you get more out of it than you put into it, then you're not serving like Jesus, he's saying. When you give a banquet, invite people who, are, who, who don't benefit you. He mentioned specifically the poor, the maimed, the, the lame, the blind, you know, people who are really pathetic, like, you know, Cleveland Browns fans. 
perhaps. Um, you know, people just are, are, are really sad. Um, and then you'll be blessed because you're not blessed here on earth, but your Heavenly Father who sees what's done in secret sees and will bless you. Who are you inviting to your Thanksgiving who need you more than you need them? Or let's think about the, our Christmas um, parties and our Christmas gatherings. Who are you inviting that you might not normally invite? Because they require a little extra grace and there's no advantage to you. But you know they need a friend. I recently read about a man named Scott Mulcahy, um, who years ago in the mid-80s was going to have to spend Thanksgiving Day alone. His parents had just divorced, and it was one of those situations where nobody in the family liked anybody else, and so he was resigned to celebrating Thanksgiving in his apartment by himself with some cold, frozen turkey dinner and watching football alone. And he said he stopped and he thought to himself, how many people out there are there that are just like me? They're going to th spend Thanksgiving by themselves. And so he had a thought. He decided he would take out an ad in the paper and invite 12 people to join him for Thanksgiving. And he'd pre prepare the meal. They would join him. And uh, he talked to his uh, First Baptist Church that he was a part of and asked them if he had permission to use their building to be able to host this meal, and they agreed. It seemed a little crazy. I mean, how many people respond? What kind of people respond? But let's give it a try. And he did. And people showed up for 35 years. Not that they stayed for 35 years long, but every year, Thanksgiving, for 35 years, he did this until 2020 when it was stopped by COVID. He told People Magazine, I don't like being alone. I don't think people should have to spend Thanksgiving alone. Because Thanksgiving would not be Thanksgiving without giving thanks, he would give people a piece of paper and ask them to write down some things for which they're thankful and then put it in a basket. And he would save those uh, Thanksgiving words and read them to himself throughout the year. He says sometimes people would say that they're grateful that they no longer have cancer or they finally found a job or they finally got a place to live. He said one year a guy wrote that he was thankful because his son was speaking to him again. That one was a tearjerker, he said. She says in verse 13, when you host a banquet, invite those who are poor, maimed, lame, and blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you. One of the most memorable Thanksgivings that we ever had in my family was a Thanksgiving that my grandparents invited, uh, I think a college girl to join us for Thanksgiving. I'm not sure what the whole story was, but she just didn't have a family. She didn't know any, anyone to spend Thanksgiving with, and she wanted to spend Thanksgiving with the family. Somehow my grandparents found out about it, and they invited her. Now I was a little kid, and to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever told anybody this, there was a selfish part of me that was like, hey, this is our Thanksgiving. These are, this is our family time together. These are our special memories to create, you know. This new person who, you know, wasn't particularly interesting to me and wasn't particularly interesting to talk to, you know, she's going to kind of horn in on our family traditions. I look back on that and just 
feel so ashamed. I look back on that and think my grandparents really had the right idea. They were doing what Jesus said. It's not about just your family getting together. It's not about what you and I get out of it. The question is, who can we love for Jesus' sake? That's what Jesus would do. Here's the challenge. Is there anyone you can bless this Thanksgiving who needs you more than you need them? Maybe it's too late um, by the time that you hear this. Is there anyone, and it's, but Christmas season isn't over. Is there anybody that needs to be blessed this Christmas that you can be the love of Christ to? Invite them into your family, invite them into your meal, invite them into a, a gathering with your friends. If Christmas is gone, what, what about the next occasion you have? This is one of those teachings of Jesus we just don't think about much, do we? When you have a banquet, will you just invite people that you benefit from? Or will you invite people that can't repay you? Jesus says when you do that, your reward in heaven is great. You will be repaid in eternity. I don't know what that means, but I know it's true. Heavenly Father, help us to use our banquets to bless you and to love others. God, I confess that my selfishness can really come out in holidays. My selfishness can come really out when I am wanting to, you know, have a, a thing for the, whoever the us is that I'm part of. Um, God, I thank you that when we were lame and blind and unlovable, that you invited us into your family. And I confess to you, I don't have that heart that you have for me, but I, I want that and we want that. And so we pray that you would give us your heart through the, through the grace of Christ, through whom we pray. Amen. Happy Thanksgiving and Merry Christmas.